Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, you will hear press conference audio from Ohio State head football coach Ryan Day and defensive coordinator Jim Knowles. The coaches spoke to assembled media on Tuesday, September 19th, as is their weekly tradition. They put a bit of a bow on the Western Kentucky victory before turning all of their attention to this upcoming Saturday's marquee matchup against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Both coaches talked about the talent that they have seen on film from the Irish through their first four games of the season, how they think that their specific units are ramping up through the early season to hopefully be hitting on all cylinders when they travel to South Bend, and much more. Now, before we get into the audio, if you're finding this episode on LandGrantHolyLand.com, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get all of the unique, varied perspectives that you will only hear from the Land Grant Podcast Network. Also, please leave us a five-star rating and review. We are still trying to battle out from some negative reviews from a much different era for the Land Grant Podcast Network, which had completely different hosts and don't reflect the work and content that we are putting out every day. So any positive ratings and review that you could throw us would be much appreciated. All right. With all of that out of the way, here's Ohio State head coach, Ryan Day. direction i'm playing hard it's the expectation rock off the ball and finish people and um you know i I felt like it started with that week of practice that they had last week to build some momentum going into this week it's got to happen again uh starting today uh, on tuesday um is a big practice for us so um you know we gotta we gotta win the game up front in this game that's you know no surprise to anybody and you know they'll be a big part of it um uh Fourth row middle, Pat Murphy, 24-7 sports. Brian, uh, Coach Freeman said yesterday that he wants to be more aggressive in this game offensively than maybe he was a year ago. With the situation you guys have, still an offensive line kind of coming together, 
Kyle uh, going on the road to a hostile environment for the first time. How do you manage a game like this maybe differently, or, or do you do anything differently given kind of those scenarios and, and going to a place like Notre Dame? Well, I think you build up um, you know, in these first few games to, to figure out where you are going into this game, and you go from there. But um, I, I think that you know we, we got some confidence going into this game. Um, we got a rhythm. So, you know, we've got to have a great week of practice, but, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, winning the line of scrimmage for sure. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter and, you know, who's going to be there in the end. And, you know, they have a really good team. Uh, you know, Marcus does a great job. They have a great staff. Um, you know, so, you know, we've got to go win a top 10 game on the road. And our guys are, are really excited for this game. Um, you could see it Sunday. You could see it even yesterday, guys, you know, buzzing around and, um, and so now we got to have a great week of practice, and this it's going to come down to you know who wants to compete more. Over here to the right, Don Tavari, WBMS. Coach, as you look at your football team right now going into this week, what do you think you're the most comfortable with uh, offensively that you're doing? Um, I, I think we have a good balance. I think that's important when you talk about you know the wide receivers, the running backs, uh, the tight ends. Um, you know. You, You've seen even in three games, I think multiple guys um, you know produce, and that that's good. You know when you can um, attack from different personnel groupings, and you know, um, you know it, it forces defense to to have to play the entire field. They can't just you know focus in on one guy or one thing that you're doing. So I think we have a good balance, um, and I think that's going to be important in this game. Rep Hannon, Clay Hall from the SYX. How big a tone setter could this be for you to get to this checkpoint 4-0, as you say, to win this game on the road? Maybe the way you kind of manipulated, you you said you ratcheted up the the intensity. Can you do it again two weeks in a row? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what, you know, we don't have a choice. That's what we have to do. This is, uh, again, top 10, um, you know, game on a road and, this is why, again, these are the kind of games why you come to Ohio State. You know, this is a, um, an exciting series because it's not something that happens very often. Ohio State, Notre Dame, you know, two of the bigger teams in the, in the Midwest getting together for a home and home. Um, you know, last year's atmosphere was was electric. It'll be the same way on Saturday night. Um, so our, our guys are really fired up for this. Uh, fourth row right. Cameron Teague Robinson, the athletic. Brian, as a play caller, when you have when you're playing a defense that has a corner that's kind of as much confidence as Thomas does right now, how do you go about game plan with a guy like that? You know that they'll be all the time. I mean, you always have to know where he is. You have to be aware of that, and um, you have to you know be smart about what you're doing and, and how you're doing it. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing is when, you, when you're dealing with, with, with a great corner, you need to know where he is. And um, you know, not that you're going to change your game plan, but you need to know, um, you know, is it right, left, is it field boundary, those type of things, so that you know, your quarterback has an idea of you know, the matchups that he's dealing with. And, and the good news for us is you know, we have multiple really good players back there. So that's the same thing on offense. You know, you, when, you're, when you're getting to games like this, oftentimes it can come down to the matchups and you want to have enough depth and enough playmakers on both sides of the ball that when it comes to you know your your star, you know your you know your your next guy, your third guy, your fourth guy, you know those are all matchups that you have uh, that are in your favor, and um, you know that that can happen in games like this. 
Far left, Joe Nugent, WCMH. It's a rare trip up to South Bend. Do you, do you yeah. think you'll be able to take a moment, even though it is such a big game, to sort of soak in where you are and enjoy it for a second? Probably not, but... Um... But that's just that's the game. Uh, been there a few times when I was at Boston College. You know, a lot of respect for the history of the program and what they've done. I, and um, you know, grew up watching Notre Dame and uh, wonderful program, great tradition, and they do a great job. But uh, but yeah, I mean these 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 are great moments. This is you know the highest level of college football, and all eyes will be on this game, and and that's the way we love it. Four Borough Middle, Tony Gerben, Buckeye Huddle. Ryan, what were you most pleased with leaving the game, leaving the field last week, offense or defense, knowing what you're dealing with this weekend? Just, just the energy and the uh, the passion and the intensity that we play the game with. Um, didn't even remember exactly what the score was, but I just I remember how some guys played in that game and, and just the the uh, the overall intensity was there and uh, the challenge was there. So that's got to you know lead into this week, and and that was that was what we tried to get done and. Um, and so now it's it's gotta it's gotta mean something here on Tuesday. I and mean, we gotta take the next step, gotta continue to ratchet it up. Um, because this is a bigger challenge. Ryan, I'm gonna ask about James Laurinaitis. Just what impact has he had on the defense overall and especially this week? How much can he help with him having been there last year? Yeah, I mean, not as much as you'd like to think, but he's he's done an unbelievable job since he's been here. He's helped out a ton. Being a graduate assistant, he's a accountable coach. Um, you know, knows what it's like to walk in the shoes of, of an Ohio State football player. And, you know, he's played in the NFL and he's got great, um, you know, great experience that he can share with our guys. And our linebackers really enjoy that. So uh, he, he's been a great addition to the staff. Uh, second row right, Bill Landis, the podcast rivals. Right. Um, how would you evaluate, I guess, Kyle's decision making and, and processing? Is, I was assuming you're giving, giving him more and more each week. How has he kind of handled, I guess, putting more on his plate every week? Yeah, I think he's growing each week. Um, I think he saw that. and um, you know, Not that everything's perfect. Nothing is. And I think this this week will be a big challenge to see where we're at. But uh, it's been a, a gradual buildup for our whole team and, you know, for him to this point. And so now it's time to go play and see what we got. But you know, we got to do a great job. You know, again, I keep saying it, you know, these next couple of days to really prepare. You know, I think I've told you before. I get more worked up for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday than I do for the game. You know, we've got to, got to really be on point today and uh, have a great practice. Uh, second row middle, Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. You've brought up the CJ Oregon game a couple of times when we've talked to you about the 54 passes just putting way too much on CJ's plate. And whether it's how you game plan, how you call plays, whether it's production of other you know, position groups, the defense, are you more confident that you that won't be the case on Saturday with having to put too much on Kyle's plate this early on in his career as a starter? And what does that look like in making sure that doesn't happen? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Kyle's, um, you know, he has to go play the game and we have to do whatever we can to win the game. You know, that's that's the bottom line, whatever that looks like. We're always looking for balance. We want balance. There's certain times where, like last year, you know, we ran the ball a ton down the stretch, you know, and um, you know, we're good with making five or six yards a carry. Um, but then there's also times where you know you got to throw it more because of what they're doing and how the game's playing out. So we have to be able to pivot either way, whatever it takes to win the game. Uh, right behind him, Andy Anders, 11 Warriors. Oh uh, yeah, you talked about you know after the Georgia game last year being more expressive, emotional on the sideline, certain big games like this. So on Saturday, how do you plan to strike that balance between showing that emotion, providing that intensity to the team, and also staying poised when you need to and being calm? Yeah, well, I think it's it's just the overall. Uh, you know, team approach. Even last week, you know, you could see uh, 
guys were um, you know into the game. The sideline was was passionate. Um, you know, guys were. Coach Mick even got a penalty for walking out in the field. Um, but hey, sometimes things got to go down. You know what I mean? It's. I think that, that that's our mentality as a team. You know, it isn't just you know the leaders. It isn't just the coaches. It isn't. It's everybody. You know, and um, and that's the way we're going to be this week. Uh, front row right, Tim May, on three, the Tim May show. Well, thank you very much. So hope the uh, refereeing crew from that DeSales Reedy game doesn't show up. Right? <laughs> that's a little joke there. Uh, a, kind of a two pronged question, but it dovetails. Uh, the feeling you like you talked about in after that game at Georgia against Georgia uh, and in Indianapolis about just feeling, hey, just go out and let it all hang out kind of approach. Do you have that confidence in Kyle that you can take that into this game? And then defensively also, have you seen enough to prove to yourself that this defense has taken the strides you wanted? Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that this is a group that has played in the big stage. You know, they have. I mean, the majority of these guys have done that. And, and they've seen it, you know, even though Kyle really hasn't, you know, been on that stage, he's, he's seen it. He's been around. It. He knows what it looks like. And, um, and a lot of the guys coming back from last year's team have been, they've been there before. So, so that's good going into it. And then, you know, I think you saw last week what we're capable of. And so, yeah, I mean, it's all there. And now it's just time to go do it. Right next door, Joey Kaufman, Columbus Dispatch. Brian, they, they have this year, Notre Dame, a new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, obviously, and Sam Hartman. What, what stands out to you about this offense that they have this year versus where they were a year ago? Yeah, very different. Um, different uh, coach, different quarterback. Um, you can tell, um, you know, Hartman is a veteran. He's been around. He's played a lot of football, accurate, very intelligent. Um, you know, a lot of good attributes for a quarterback. He's very good. Won a lot of games at Wake Forest, and obviously he's 4-0 now. Uh, efficient, and and I think they're doing a really good job with them. They're running the ball. They're running the ball out of multiple personnel groupings and um, efficient. Um, you know, I think just a different style of quarterback than when when they had um, you know Buckner last year. Just a you know, they, that was more of a quarterback run, spread run game. This is a little bit more pro style. Hartman seems willing to certainly take shots downfield and get two on Saturday where over seven yards. And he's taking deep shots throughout the year. What what stands out about the way he can do that, and what's the particular challenge with that? Well, I think anytime you deal with a with a pro style run game, you're you're dealing with you know run and play action, and you know I think they they have they want to establish the run. It's it's clear you can tell that. Uh, I think Estime is running really well. He's running hard, and uh, and then once that happens, it opens up things down the field, and and so that kind of goes hand in hand, and uh, and they're doing a good job of that. They have a good plan put in place, and so you know that's a good challenge for our defense. You know it's. I had a real long conversation about it all today, and and you know we got to be able to rise to the challenge, understand exactly what you're talking about, because we've got to be aggressive, but we also you have to make sure that you know we're running to the ball and giving great effort, and um, you know avoiding big plays, all those types of things. Uh, third row, Dan Hope, Eleven Warriors. Ryan, what's the biggest difference you've seen in Tyleek Williams this year that's allowed him to make a more consistent impact? Well, it was great to see him play 50 plays in this game. Uh, I thought. There was actually times where he got better as the game went on. Uh, he's got power. He's got strength at the point of attack. Um, he's very athletic, and he missed a little bit of time um, with, with a little bit of a, of a tweaked injury at the beginning of preseason. And I think now he's finally got his feet back underneath him. Um, I think you know he's doing a better job with his hands. He's powerful. He's athletic. Um, and so now you know it's time for him to go play his best football in this game, along with the rest of the defensive line. You know, it's, it's a big challenge. They do have a good offensive line that's well documented. So. Um, again, our guys have to have a great week of preparation. 
far left, Whitney Harding, WCMH. Ryan, you talked about just the special matchup as far as these programs and the history. It's also a special matchup because of so many crossover. I mean, more Nidus, they've already asked about him. There's a guy in the back of the room over there who knows. Javante's um, there. Lorenzo's now here. How neat is that that there's that these programs so much crossover? Yeah, I think maybe just because of the location of where we are and just, um, you know, now that, you know, Marcus is there and being a former Buckeye, um, there's, you know, you know, guys from Ohio in the program and uh, vice versa. So, um, you know, we're not in the same conference, but but now that we're playing against each other, I guess, you know, you recognize those things. But um, you know, a lot of respect for that, that program, what they do. Um, they do things the right way and, and a lot of good coaches there and, and good players. Front row, Austin Ward, rivals. Podcast. Did Mick have Dawn Patrol or anything for that penalty? Nobody did run um, like we run on Sundays. You have to run for a penalty. He did do his his penance for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you prepare, break down film, game plan for Notre Dame, how much in your mind, how much stock percentage attention would you put on the way they played you last year versus the four games that you have to look at now? Um, yeah, you take everything into consideration and you watch everything and you try to do the best you can to project out what you're going to see. Uh, some of it is based on the personnel they have this year. Some of it is based on schematics, um, you know, things that they've seen this year, things that we have adapted on both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, different on defense because, you know, the, the defensive staff is pretty much in, intact on offense, you know, different, different coordinator, uh, different quarterback. So, but they're a veteran, very veteran defense. You know, they have a bunch of seniors on that team, a lot of guys who have played a lot of football. So they know what they're trying to get done. And, you know, they, they force you to, uh, you know, move the ball down the field. They don't give you a lot of big plays. And um, they're very well coached. Second row left, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. You were talking before about just the progression that you were seeing from Kyle and the rest of the offensive practice and how that changed your approach on Saturday a little bit. Does Tempo fall into that too? Or are you starting to see things during the week in that regard that allow you to, I guess, be the offense you want to be more on Saturday? Yeah, I think it, I think it plays a big part of the rhythm of the game. Um, there's a give and take to all of this, but you know, when our team is playing with tempo, they find themselves in a rhythm. Um, they, they, they just they, they find some comfort in that. And so it's a tool that we use, you know, some games more than others, but um, you know, you could see on, on Saturday, you know, how our, our team got in a rhythm using some tempo. But you know, there was also the, you know, the big plays, you know, the first play of the drives that were explosives that weren't tempo, you know, that I thought were well executed. But, um, but that, that'll all play into consideration, but it's got to come down to execution. It wasn't necessarily a reaction on your part to what you talked about before, trying to create more plays. It was just... Well, I think in, in last week's game, we knew they were going to throw it a lot and go tempo. So it was less of a concern where the last two weeks, it was like, you know, how fast can... Can you know we, we run plays because you know the game was going to be over in less than three hours. Um, you know last week's game was going to be completely different, so we knew that. Um, you know this is a matchup game, totally different. You know you just do everything you can to win the game. Uh, front row, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. I know you guys didn't look at it this way because you can't, but a lot of people thought the first three games were basically tune up for this one. Um, you entered the game with a lot of questions on your team compared to how you felt heading into the Indiana game. How good do you feel about where you are? ready for this challenge yeah i mean i'm glad that we went through those three games to get to this point you know uh with you know some of the new faces that we had and um and we did work out some of the issues and so 
um, excited to get get on the field and go play this one now. You know, I think that we have a pretty good idea who our team is and where we're at. And um, so now it's time to go play. But but yeah, I mean, to answer your question, you know, we are in a much different place than we were week one. And last year you did have an experienced quarterback, an experienced offensive line. You still only scored 21 points against Notre Dame. What was it that they did or you didn't do, and how much has that shaped your preparation for this game? Again, I think in, in matchup games, like it really doesn't matter the score as long as you win. You know, I think I get it when you're playing, you know, Western Kentucky, you know, it's a little bit of an eye test there and all that. But um, but in that game, I thought we controlled the ball. We ran the ball and, you know, the time of possession was really important there. And, and we won the game. You know, I think that's in that game, you know, that was the right thing to do. You know, now you just never know what's going to come in this game, how it's going to shake out, what the back and forth is going to be. And, uh, you know, the ultimate goal is to win the game. That's it. You know, and. And that's what we'll do in this one. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, looking back on that game, there were some things we did well, some things that we could have really done much better. But it was the first game of the year and, um, you know, weren't clean on some things. But, but there were some things that we did do well. Ryan, Doug Lang Reese, Kings of Columbus, in the podcast. Ryan, <clears throat> last year, Tyler Buckner's <coughs> making his first start. CJ's back as a year two starter. Now Sam Hartman's been around forever. Mm -hmm. This is still pretty new for Kyle. In general, how much do you think quarterback experience matters in like equal talent games on a big time stage like this? Does it is it a factor? Yeah, I think it's a factor. Yeah, um, you know how much one. I think you know Kyle's a you know been around. He hasn't played a whole bunch of football, but he has been around. He's seen it, so he's he's older and more mature than maybe a freshman who's coming in in the same situation. Um, but no, I, I think experience does does play a part of it. Um, it's not the number one thing overall. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of other things that come with it, but I do think it's significant. And, and you have to play the games whenever you play them. Last year, it's week one. Right now, you've played three. They've played four. Just it feels like you just feel like you know more about your team. Right. Maybe more about the opponent when a big time game like this is a little bit later in the schedule. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you got they've played four, we've played three, so it, it is a different um, approach than it would be for game one. Yep. Uh, fourth row, Andy Backstrom, Letterman Row. Right. I know you said this game's decided at the line of scrimmage, but that Notre Dame back end is playing among the best in the country right now. What stands out about that group? You? Uh, again, um, you know, some some guys who played a bunch of football. I think both corners are playing well. The safeties are playing well. Uh, I think the linebackers are excellent. Um, you know, they've seen a lot of football, played a lot of football. I mean, they're they're you know good players. There's some NFL players on that defense. They're well coached. Um, you know, again, they don't they don't give you a lot of freebies. Not a lot of you know missed assignments. Um, they tackle well. They're physical. So um, it's exactly what we expected. So you know we got to go play well. Far, far right, Adam King, WBNS. I know you named Kyle Starter to kind of gain confidence on the field, but off the field, I know it's just been a week. Have you seen the locker room? Have you seen Kyle change and, and kind of grow now that he is the guy? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think you've seen a little bit of a different approach. Um, he had his best week of practice last week. Whether that was a coincidence or not, I'm not sure. Uh, but we'll see going into this week. But but I, but I do. Uh, I thought he, you know, he, he graded out uh, really well, um, you know, on Saturday. And, and hopefully he's going to play his best football here this week. But, you know, I think that you know, there was a little pep in a step for sure. Right next door, Andrew Gillis, Cleveland.com. Uh, building off of Andy's question, with Benjamin Morrison for Notre Dame, what, what stands out to you when you watch him? And are you guys game planning as if he's going to follow Marv around on either side of the field? Uh, I mean, no. We're, we're going to just, you know, do what we do. But, 
at the same time, he's a very good corner, um, good cover skills, competitive, good change of direction, runs well. Um, you know, he's very talented. Uh, third row right, Dylan Davis, Delaware Gazette. Uh, Trevion's looked really sharp this season. I don't think that's a secret. Is he starting to maybe like kind of elevate himself to be that guy you can't take off the field? And I guess what is the benefit of having that guy going into a game like this that you know you can ride? Yeah, well, I mean, we need him to play great. You know, his, his approach has been excellent. His competitiveness every day has been been great. I think he's running hard. He's a weapon uh, in a lot of areas. And, yeah, that that's that's a that can be a difference maker for us. You know, I thought he ran hard last year's game, he and Mayan both. Um, so, again, it's, it's like anybody else. I mean, they got to play their best football. But, but you're seeing, um, you know, a guy run downhill and, and make big plays, and he's certainly a threat once he gets in the open field. Mayan, the third guy. I mean, is Chip taking that second spot, really? I mean, I uh, no, we haven't really put a, you know, any kind of like, you know, depth on that part of it. You know, we'll still kind of roll the guys, but, um, you know, all are going to play. We're going to thank you, Coach. We're going to wrap it up with a couple of quickies from Tim May on three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you like that combination you saw, uh, you, you're seeing now, though, with, with Trey, with Travion and, uh, and Trainum? I mean, and Trainum, is he? Has he surprised you a little bit the way he's stepped up? I mean, he came back to be a linebacker. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know he, he hasn't he hasn't surprised me because of his work ethic in the off season. Um, he's got real speed. He's got power. He's got want to. He's got a really good leader. Great attitude. Uh, tough. And so this was kind of what I thought we would see. With Hartman, in a nutshell, uh, you can see he's in his sixth year, right? I mean, how does it show up? From, uh, just you know, poise, uh, decision making, overall command of the game, and then um, and then execution. Yeah. All right, guys. Yep. Welcome back. Next at the podium is defensive coordinator Jim Knowles. All right, great. Thanks everyone for being here. Coach, thank you for your time. We'll open up uh, far left, Justin Holbrock, WCMH. You guys are coming off a game where you force a lot of turnovers. Notre Dame, not a team that really makes those mistakes. They don't really get behind schedule. How do you try to match up against a team like that and a quarterback that? 70% completion, no interceptions so far this season. You know, you, you just fight and do everything you can to continue to get better. I mean, it's, it's, that's really what we're all about is getting better every day. So, you know, you emphasize the positives that happened in the last game. You show the challenges of this game. And you come up with a plan to win, you know, and that's uh, – it's it's really a week to week process, and in matchup games, it's just further intensified. What is it about his decision making that makes him so able to read the defense as well and have such a high completion percentage without making mistakes? He's smart. He's efficient. He's uh, experienced, right? I mean, when you when you have a lot of experience as a quarterback, um, it helps you figure things out, get rid of the ball. Um, he has great vision. Uh, front row. Middle, Dave Biddle, 24-7 sports. Hi, Jim. I want to ask about James Laurinaitis and, and what he's added to the linebacker room and just 
your thoughts on working with him and what he's been able to add to your defense this year? Uh, James is a just a wonderful person, number one, to have around, two, um, you know, a, a legend at Ohio State, so he can relate to, you know, what, what the current players go through on a daily basis. He's not, he's not that old, so he's, um, you know, still close enough to their age where, where he can, um, you know, be a real mentor to the guys. Then you take the experience of uh, playing in the NFL, right? So when it gets to certain individualized techniques, he brings a lot to the table. We're going to go far, uh, deep center field. Jeremy Burton <laughs> on three, the podcast. Jim, they take that back. Rivals, the podcast. Jim, when you, uh, you know, last week you come out, Sonny's basically playing in the slot on the wide receiver in the first play of the game and doesn't play a lot the rest of the game because Jordan's in there and then Sonny's in there when it's 63 to 10 at the end. How do you balance that? I mean, is it just totally based on matchups? Or are you just trying to get a feel for how someone's reacting, moving early in the game? Or how do you figure out? Which rotation? Because Sonny's athletic enough to be out there. Yeah, it's all—it's all part of the plan. You know, it's a week-to-week plan, which you know, where we're—we want to utilize the talents of our players, but like you said, also get the matchups right and uh, do what they do best. So it, it just worked out that way in that game, and and we knew it was going to be a lot of uh, you know true nickel because of the passing attack. What did you think about Jordan's? You know, his response to, to getting those reps. You know, I thought um, he made some plays, uh, and, and I think, you know, he's still a work in progress at that position, and he just, he just, need, he just needs repetition and uh, continued coaching, but he has, he has the skills. Fourth row right, Andy Backstrom, Letterman Row. Jim, uh, the Notre Dame running back, Andre Kensene, does a lot of them. He's kind of a bell cow at this point. What kind of challenge does he present the defense, and especially those linebackers? You know, it's uh, it's the running back combined with the offensive line. The offensive line is 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 talented. Uh, you know, the tackles are excellent, and he's a he's a strong running back. So when you have when you have a, an offensive line that that um, works well together, and you know they're physical and they push at the point of attack, he's a guy who can who can get behind that and um, strong runner, but but also elusive. He can also make the cuts. So I think it's a real challenge for us to you know play behind our pads and play downhill because you're going to have to uh, put your face in the fan. Uh, right next door, Cameron Teague Robinson, The Athletic. Jim, you talked a lot about going to that Western game, about this being the big test, the first true test for the secondary. Just when you watch that game back, what you learn about this this group that did good or bad? Yeah, I mean, we. I learned that we could compete at, at a high level against, uh, you know, a guy who I think is going to be an NFL quarterback and a receiver who I think is an NFL receiver. I think they had... Those two players were, were premier talents. So, uh, you know, it gets harder and harder every week, but that's why they're at, Ohio, they're at the Ohio State and me too. So you just, but you, 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 you take from it that, okay, we're, you know, in the passing game, we're going to contest and we're going to compete. And I think that's, that's what we want to do this year. 
right behind him, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Rowe. Jim, you guys have rotated a lot of defensive lines so far this season. Is this the kind of matchup where, where you want to see that pared down a little bit and, and keep your best guys on the field at all times, or is it one where you have to keep them fresh? No, I think I think uh, we we go with our plan. We want to keep those guys fresh, play as many as we can. Um, we want to be strong in the fourth quarter, so we'll continue that way. Second row right, Doug Maurice, Kings of Columbus, the podcast. You talked about Notre Dame's offensive line. When an opponent has an offensive line like that, do you need to think about how do you then decide how much you're going to blitz to get the pressure you want if you feel like maybe, I don't know, would you feel if we don't blitz, maybe we won't get as much pressure, even though you guys have a good D-line? Well, Such is the dilemma, right? I mean, we, you know, week, week to week, you know, really is. And, and uh, you know, you take it play by play and situation by situation. And, you know, you want to always have something to, to change up, keep them off balance. It's just, um, I guess that's why I work all those hours. If there was an easy answer to that question, I'd be smoking a cigar right now. <laughs> and it, it does, you know, they'll protect, right? Run the ball, protect, and then maybe take take a deep shot. Um, your ability of your secondary right now, even if Hartman's back there all day, how do you, what's your confidence level in your secondary to still be able to defend down the field, even if they have a chance to take that shot? Yeah, I'm, I'm confident, um, but we won't stop practicing. You know, I think we'll keep practicing. You know, but I'm I'm confident we're we're staying on top of things, right? We're staying on top of things, keeping it in front, and um, limiting the explosive plays, and that's a big deal. Right next door, Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Just to follow up on Sunday a little bit. I think late in that game on Saturday, Jordan was the nickel, and Sunny was high. And I know you guys are you're not trying to throw too much at him at one time, but how comfortable is he at other spots other than nickel? And is it something that you could potentially explore in a game sometime down the line here? Yes, he's 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 comfortable at both. Um, talented young man who also has great football intelligence. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep working with him in different ways without overloading him. You know, it is it is a balance because we want him to play fast. Right behind him, Dan Hope, Eleven Warriors. Jim, what's the biggest difference you've seen from Tyleek Williams that has allowed him to make a more consistent impact so far this season? Just being healthy. You know, I mean, Tyleek is extremely athletic really athletic and um you know he needs the repetitions um missed a lot of reps during camp right so um the more repetitions that he gets it just seems like the better he becomes but staying healthy is a big thing right in front of him nathan fair cleveland.com these last these first three games there have been a lot of you know legitimate reasons maybe why uh, the defensive line doesn't get to the quarterback a lot. This game where they do have a, a more pro-style offense, do you feel like you have to feel the defensive line, the front, just the four-man rush in the pass rush more in order to win a game like this? They have to keep doing what they're doing. You know, last game was interesting. I don't know. Um, 
how many sacks we got, only a couple, I think. But when you watch the tape, I mean, he was under duress all the time, and I think that's sometimes missed, you know. So um, we just got to keep doing what we're doing up front. Talented, hardworking guys. Um, you know, it is it – is, we want the sacks and, and the quarterback hits, but it's also about – getting the ball out on time, you know, making sure the ball gets out on time, and, and we've been doing that. Uh, front row, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. I asked Ryan a similar question. Um, I know you guys were confident going into the season about your defense, but obviously the last thing people saw were the last two games. Through three games, how good do you feel about it and what, what it needs to improve? I, again, I I, ne- I never never feel good. I mean, there's not uh, there's not a time that I feel good, and that's not something that that I should. You know, it's it's a constant striving to get better. Now you you emphasize the positives. You see things. You build on that. You know, and that builds confidence. So I think you know we just need to keep getting better at that confident approach you know the more reps you get the more plays you make those all count they're like in the bank you know what I mean so to me it's just all about a continued mindset of confidence and controlling the game on defense you know I mean it's it's really just continue to push the mindset just specifically about JT and, and Jack because the sacks haven't been there but I, I see what you're saying about the pressure and the disruption and the run game too uh, how would you assess the way they're playing I think they're playing excellent, and they're 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 talented, coachable, Ohio State type young men, you know. And you really couldn't ask for more out of out of either of them. They're going to do whatever whatever you ask them to do. They're going to be coachable. They're going to see their mistakes. They're going to fix them. They're just they're just really great young men. I'm I'm very pleased with both of them. Far right, Austin Ward. Rivals, the podcast. Jim, if the opportunity had been there, what did you think that Chip could have become at linebacker? You know, I love Chip just as a person, too, close to him, just just as a person, just a great kid. Um, yeah, you know, he was he's very athletic and, he, and, he, and he's physical. So, you know, I was looking forward to the chance to work with him because, you know, I definitely thought he could be like a, a, a Malcolm Rodriguez type, you know, who's now with the Lions that we – had at Oklahoma State so you know there was a lot of uh, potential there but Chip's also a team guy he's going to do whatever uh, coaches ask him and just a great kid right next door Tim May Tim May show yeah. on three yeah thank you Jerry uh, dovetailing off of that uh, you've been around Steel Chambers you you've been around Chip Steel Chambers showed up as a running back and he's at linebacker Chip came back here as a linebacker and he's at running back and just what makes those guys tick? And do you, you know, what's special about, I guess, you know, obviously you talked about uh, Chip a little bit, but but still too. I mean, are they in the right place now? I guess, you know, you're a football coach. Not yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, but they only pay me to coach defense. So any, anything else is above my pay grade. So, I, you know, they're, when you, it's that combination of uh, athleticism and, uh, physicality and football intelligence I think that they both have right I mean that's that's what makes uh, Steele good at the position is, is that it's that football intelligence can you see the big picture you know that you're not just locked into one thing um, 
and both of them both of them are like that you know and, and great team guys too so really versatile as you prep for this game how much were you much how much are you what you've seen on video are you able to apply compared to what you saw last year from these guys you're i mean from an offensive standpoint can you put in layman's terms how much they've changed from a they, they almost look to me like a joe gibbs offense from the redskins i mean like I want to run that power and then throw over the top. But what, what's your take? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you really just, I, I think when you're in these situations, you, you, you focus on what you have to see in front of you with four games, you know, and you, you, you check on some things from this year. But they certainly look different, and you have to look at the, the personnel and particularly the quarterback, um, new offensive line coach, Right, so you have you have uh, uh, some some different schemes coming up. Uh, right next door, Joey Kaufman, Columbus Dispatch. What do you see as the biggest effect that uh, Sam Harmon and the new quarterbacks had on their offense this year? You know, decision decision making. Um, you know, I think is is huge, and uh, you know, leadership from a quarterback. Obviously, he's an impressive guy to be able to come in there and. And what be a captain as a transfer, you know? So I think it's 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 that decision making and and leadership that he brings to the table that makes him different. He's connected on some, some deep balls this year. I think last year they had two over seventy, and just in general, it seems to be something they've they've done more this year with the vertical stuff. Uh, how how apparent that on film and, and, and yeah, I mean it goes along. It goes along kind of what uh, Tim said about the offense, you know. It's become a running, you know, smash mouth offense with shots over the top, you know. So I think it really fits what they're doing, and it's definitely something we have to be prepared for. Fourth row middle, Tony Gerdman, Buckeye Huddle. I guess right along with that, you had mentioned, I think, last week about finding out more about your pass rush. How much do you know about your secondary's ability to handle the play action right now? You know, I, you know, again, I, what I've seen so far is is good. You know, it's good. There's an understanding of how to be on top, you know, of how to how to play those, you know, giant crossing routes. You've seen some of that show up, you know, and, and uh, a lot of plays that you're seeing in the NFL. So there's an understanding there. There's been execution. You know, it's you, you got to keep pressing it because it gets more every week against better opponents. It just gets tougher to do. Different is this challenge in that regard than the first three? Yeah, I mean it's 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 everything, right? I mean it's a matchup game, you know. So uh, the intensity level increases, um, you know, but it still always comes back to habits. You know, what kind of habits do you have and your training? Um, but yeah, I mean it's. It's different every week, and this is certainly um, a huge test. And we'll wrap up uh, questions for Coach Knowles. Second row right, Bill Landis, Rivals, the podcast. Jim, since you've been here, you've seemed really excited about being able to use Mitchell if he were ever available to you. Um, I think to this point, he's mostly been like late game stuff. How do you feel about his his reps building up and I guess when will you be comfortable to use him in sort of the way you use him? I'm comfortable now, you know. Uh, it's just got to be part of the game plan, you know. And um, 
it's in, and, and um, you never know when you're going to see it. Well, thank you very much for your time.